Guys, quick, uh, quick sound check. Looks like we've got everybody up here. Uh, Andre, Stefan, Spade, all yep. here. Me, okay, very well. Yep, I'm here. Yep, GM, GM, GM. Um, yeah, I think this is uh, the full lineup actually, isn't it? So we can uh, hopefully get things kicked off. I don't know if that is. Uh, are we getting the Astroport account up? Let me just see if I can get that up. Okay, we'll uh, we'll see if that comes up anyway. Um, but yeah, cool. Thanks for uh, thanks for turning up so promptly. Uh, we'll uh, we'll kick things kick things off. Um, so yeah, uh, welcome everybody to another Neutron Spaces. Uh, as usual, joined by Spade, um, my boss and uh, co-founder of Neutron. Uh, and we have with us today Andre and Stefan from Astroport. Uh, so just before we get started, I need to let everybody know that uh, we may discuss the NTRN token today, and the NTRN is not registered as a security in the US, and therefore not available to US residents or citizens. And also, nothing you hear today should be considered uh, considered financial advice. It's just a discussion for education purposes only. Um, okay, cool. So we were actually joined by Stefan and Andre last week. Uh, we were talking to Nolas about their upcoming uh, neutron integ integration. And um, sort of in, in the aftermath of the call, I was chatting to uh, to Sandro, CM at uh, Astroport, and we decided that there's you know, quite a lot of stuff going on with Astroport at the moment. Uh, so it'd be a good idea to get you guys on for a space and, and discuss everything that's sort of uh, happening with, with Astroport at the moment. Um, so just, just quickly before we go any further, uh, Andre, uh, do you mind just reminding everybody what exactly it is you, you do at, uh, at Astroport? Yeah, I'm um, a contributor uh, now at Astroport for two years already. So I basically, I'm on uh, mostly product area but I'm I'm a dev. You're a dev, and now how about you, Stefan? Um, can you just uh, tell everyone exactly what is uh, that you you do, Astroport, please? Sure, I'm an Astroport contributor as well. Um, I do a lot of things. I don't do development, but I take care of governance. Um, I talk with lots of teams that want to get in contact with Astroport um, and want to get onboarded. So I do a lot from like, just talking with teams to governance and anything in between. Good stuff. Um, and it's been a, a pretty good few weeks for you guys, right? Like we've seen uh, some some good price action, uh, a lot of liquidity, a lot of volume. Good good times at Astroport. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, can say so. Sorry, go ahead, Stefan. Yeah, sorry. Um, we've had a lot more volume, especially on Neutron and Terra. In the last couple of weeks, um, we, uh, we saw on Neutron, a lot of the volume was around the NTRN token. And on Terra, it was around major... Uh, tokens like BTC and ETH. Um, and all of this was also facilitated by concentrated liquidity now that we have it on almost all the Astroport deployments. That's great. So so what's what's the latest with uh, with PCL pools on, on Neutron? Well, uh, the for example, the wrapped state ETH pool, which is one of the largest pools on Astroport on Neutron at the moment, um, just got 
upgraded to PCO, meaning there's a separate pool for this token pair for wrapped state ETH, Axlar, uh, wrapped ETH. Um, and people should be able to migrate, I would say, sometime in the next 24 hours to the PCO pool. Um, and pretty soon, uh, that PCO pool will also start to get emissions, rewards, similar to um, how the XYK pool has been incentivized in the last, I would say, six weeks. Okay, cool. Um, I mean, we, like we, we kind of um, we sort of organised the space today to, to really kind of focus on on VX Astro and and, and Astro Wars, which is sort of upcoming. Um, but you know, PC, PCL is quite important, so maybe, maybe we should just sort of spend a couple of minutes focusing on, on this. Um, so, like concentrated concentrated liquidity has been like a, a bit of a hot topic topic in Cosmos over the last few months, and you know, Osmosis has their sort of implementation. Um, and people have been talking to me about how Astroport's PCL uh, is basically a superior superior sort of implementation of concentrate, concentrated liquidity. So um, maybe maybe one of you could explain why exactly PCL is um, sort of a, you know a, a, an ideal solution to to solve the uh, liquidity problem. I can start. Um, so in layman terms, uh, passive concentrated liquidity is a great solution for both liquidity providers and traders uh, for a few reasons. One, the liquidity provider experience is very similar to XYK, which Astroport has had for uh, years now, almost two years since inception. Um, so the idea is that as a liquidity provider, you should just provide your assets to the pool and then you shouldn't do anything else. You should, you should just sit back and then your uh, LP position will just accrue fees and rewards depending on which pool you LP in. Um, so you shouldn't do anything else. Um, everything should be passive and very user-friendly. And then for the trader, we the idea was to find a way to not have the liquidity distributed from zero to infinity along the, um, the, the curve using the pool, but rather just have the liquidity concentrated as much as possible around the current price, around the current token ratio in the pool. Uh, the reason being that this provides better trade execution for traders. Um, and while we still keep um, the LP experience very user-friendly. Um, so yeah, these are kind of the main, the two main reasons why PCO is a great solution, especially for the long tail of assets um, that, for example, want to launch in Cosmos and want to bootstrap liquidity. I think just to double click on this. So you're saying basically instead of distributing liquidity across the entire graph, like all the way to infinity, basically, we just like distribute it to some specific portion. What what happens um, in like, let's take active concentrated liquidity and passive concentrated liquidity. When the price moves so that it's reaching the end of this curve, what happens in both scenarios? In both pool type? Um, by the end of the curve, you mean the end of the um, liquidity distribution, so like at the edge of yeah. the liquidity that's provided. Right. Right. Um, so in Uniswap V3, when you provide liquidity, you have to pick a range, like a price range, let's say between five and 10 bucks, in which you want to deploy liquidity because you believe that the token will mostly trade in that range. Uh, and that's how, because it trades in that range, you will capture uh, fees, trading fees. Uh, and that's how you make money as an LP. Um, but the problem is that once 
the liquidity gets out of that range in case it does, you basically stop um, getting any fees. And also because the price has moved, you um, you incur IO um, and that basically transforms your position from like, let's say you LP in the ETH USDC pool and you have both ETH and USDC when you LP. Uh, depending on how the price moves, you when the price completely gets out of range, you're either left with only ETH, so you sold basically all your all your USDC into ETH in a way, or all only with USDC, which means that basically your ETH, all your ETH in your position got converted to USDC, which sucks um, because you don't actually want that. Ideally, you just want to keep um, roughly the same amount of ETH and USDC you LP'd and you just want to accrue fees in the meantime um to basically just have pure profit um so because of that you need to be very careful and you need to constantly when the price moves in uniswap v3 you need to constantly get your liquidity out and then move your liquidity in a different range depending on how the price moves um so that's kind of an active position um and that sucks for lps because they constantly need to check the pool, see what the price is, um, determine how wide their range should be around the price to make sure they don't have to move their liquidity around every single block um, or like every every couple of minutes, for example. So it really sucks because you need to make a lot of decisions on how to deploy your liquidity in that pool. Um, contrast this to, for example, Astroport, passive concentrated liquidity. In this case, um, the pool itself just takes in deposits from LPs. Um, let's keep the ETH plus USDC example. Um, and you don't need to bother with picking a range because the pool itself will just um, say, okay, this is the current price in the pool. So this is roughly where I'm gonna deploy the liquidity I got from LPs. Uh, and you don't, again, you don't need to move anything. You, know, you don't need to pick a range. Uh, you can basically just sit back and let the pool um, move liquidity by itself. And the idea with moving liquidity in, in passive concentrated liquidity is that we don't just move your liquidity right away. So let's say the price, again, let's keep the five to 10 bucks range. Let's say the price goes to 10 to 10 bucks. So it's at the edge of the range. And you should ideally move that liquidity over, like closer to 10, all of your liquidity. Um, it doesn't move the liquidity instantly. So it doesn't, because in that case, you would incur IO right away. Um, what it does, what the PCO pool does is it waits a bit for more trades to happen in the pool, which means you as an LP get more fees uh, from these trades. And once the pool sees that there are enough fees to counterbalance some of the IO uh, that you incur, then it uses some of these fees to actually um balance the like price move in a way um so basically it, instead of um just yeah instead of completely letting you suffer from io it uses some of the trading fees that you accrue as an lp to uh counterbalance some of the loss you get from io that, that makes perfect sense i mean um so just just to sort of summarize then you you basically allowing people to to deposit into into concentrated liquidity pools without needing to sort of manage them themselves they don't need to manage the the bounds or the ranges or anything like that 
Um, so basically, yeah, uh, it's all sort of automated. So what, what about um, like on, on osmosis? They, they they would basically say that the sort of the, their solution would be that you need vaults. So with Astroport, you wouldn't need a vault, right? It's just a, it's just a PCL pool that anyone can sort of enter, enter deposit, add liquidity to, uh, and it just sort of takes care of it all itself. Yeah, and vaults, uh, I think it's been proven time and time again, especially on Ethereum, that vaults on something like Uniswap V3 just simply don't work. Um, a couple of years ago, I actually tried to build one on top of Unity 3 And besides the fact that it, I, it wasn't just in my case, I heard many devs saying they tried to build on Unity V3, they would find bugs every couple of days, even if, though they audited the code and it was terrible and they didn't want to ship that code. Um, it's just super hard. I, it, it's pretty much impossible to make like um, a passive strategy on top of Uni V3 because you kind of need to think about how you move all the liquidity that you have, you got from LPs, and you need to move that automatically in a smart way so that LPs don't get wrecked from IO. Um, so basically, it, instead of building this vault on top of something like Uni V3, Think of PCL like Uni V3, but the vault is inside the pool. Um, so you don't have to build anything on top. It just moves automatically, um, depend, also depending on how much trading volume there is. So we use, again, some of the fees you accrue as an LP to make sure you don't get completely wrecked from IO. Yeah, that, that's, that's really cool. I mean, I think it's uh, something we sort of see all too often around Twitter these days with uh, these sort of early early implementations of, uh, of CL pools in, in Cosmos that people are, you know, not quite understanding exactly what they're getting into. So it sounds like uh, PCL is more of a, like a retail-friendly solution, really. Um, okay, so, um, so, I mean, that's a little bit about PCL out of the way. Um, and... Just to sort of like double down to the Neutron community here about like the, the importance of, of Astroport on, on Neutron. Like for anyone who doesn't know, um, Astroport hosted our, our token generation event, our lockdrop event. We've, we've now bootstrapped $30 million plus of, of liquidity on Astroport. Um, and sort of the, the, the next big thing is, is going to be the Astroport hub and its governance will, will move to Neutron. Um, which is going to give rise to the relaunch of, of, of the Astro tokens and uh, tributes. Now, like I, I wasn't personally like a, I wasn't personally massively into Terra um, back in the sort of the pre pre crash days, so I, I wasn't around when like sort of uh, VX Astro V1 was was around. Um, so, can you guys like maybe just just explain a little bit about sort of the, the significance of, of what VX Astro is? So, and and basically how that how that marries up with with the, the astroport hub uh moving to to neutron maybe i uh can you guys hear me okay yeah yeah sorry so maybe i didn't maybe i didn't uh, like phrase the question very well there so yeah like uh with with astroport astroport's hub and governance coming to neutron we, we have like vx astro coming uh, for anyone who who isn't like a, a terra og could you basically give us a bit of an overview as to what exact exactly uh, vx astro is and why we should be kind of excited about it. Yeah, sure. So currently, um, basically, uh, we, we like, uh, let me think how I, I can phrase this. So currently, there are uh, these things called emissions on Astroport, right? And you can think of as emissions as basically subsidizing liquidity, right? So 
um, because people are passively like uh, deploying their liquidity on our pools on Astroport. Uh, you you want to uh, because basically like you can think of when you provide an asset with a certain ratio, you basically are uh, saying to the market, "I'm willing to sell these two assets at this price," right? And that's how then you can get to basically the IL question, right? Because the IL is like, what's the value of those? If basically, if I held those assets assets individually, um, after a price move has happened, would I have more or less if I hadn't got into the pool, right? And that's how you actually get the IL um, from from these uh, things. And so for that to happen, um, or to be kind of like profitable and to be like to so that there's an incentive that people are willing to deploy their li liquidity we basically subsidize it with emissions right so emissions are in the form of astro um by that currently how uh, like how is that determined right which pools get emissions now you could say uh, like it could be subjective. Uh, it could be based on what we think are the best assets to attract. Uh, but we actually came up with a framework um, because currently to manage these emissions that I'm talking about, it is basically manual uh, work. Uh, it's evaluated uh, a couple months uh, based on the framework that we uh, have done. And then basically a government's proposal comes up to um, to set those emissions or rectify uh, whatever it needs to, to change to. Now, what VX Astro allows to is, <clears throat> sorry, is give the power to the Astro holders or X Astro holders to be able to decide and vote on where those emissions go to, right? And, and this is uh, one more piece to the utility of X Astro, basically. Um, before it's, it's mainly a governance uh, token and now becomes one more thing that uh, you can do with your ex-astro token, right? And it, it, and it makes sense because uh, as an ex-astro holder, you are incentivized to choose the correct pools that get incentivized so that you attract uh, more trading volume, which in turn uh, like um, increases the fees that you get when you are staked. So this is basically one of the core pieces of astroport token economics unfortunately we never got to be to launch this uh, for all the reasons we know and now we uh, after a long wait uh, we we are finally almost there and 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 this is why like for the olders i think it's very exciting because now you you have more power to decide um what what the protocol like the the direction of the protocol. Um, this also means that if you are a project a protocol or you are an LP, you are now incentivized as well to um, accumulate X Astro so that you then can vote uh, in, in I, I guess, in your own pool where you are LPing at, right? Because then you, you'd receive those incentives. Um, so yeah, this is, oh yeah, I, I almost forgot. Another thing why it's super exciting is that it removes a lot of our like uh, overhead uh, because the manual work for posting the government's proposal to adjust emissions is uh, quite cumbersome and uh, yeah, and a little bit uh, tiring. 
Yeah, I think there's another sort of like element to this, which is kind of like related and adds to basically it explains why people are excited about it returning and it explains why people on on terra were super excited about the astro wars like let's say v1 back in the days that almost launched before terra collapsed um and it's because it, it does create a sort of a flywheel effect uh, if, uh, effectively so like as andre uh, d- described when the token becomes this kind of like mechanism to distribute where value is distributed and where so like liquidity aggregates um it becomes like it brings into it creates like an incentive for other ki- like kinds of entities in in the so like decentralized ecosystem to really start like um, purchasing accumulating and or using these tokens essentially right so beyond just like speculating on an asset that could be volatile and that potentially could be used to to make money um, and or just staking the token to receive part of the trading fees it enables let's say like DAOs or protocols or others or like you know like incentives committee and such to basically use the astro token as a way to effectively um, have a leveraged means of incentivizing their assets and so what we saw was for example like on terra there were protocols purchasing curve tokens to like you know like terra itself actually was purchasing curve tokens in order to guide curve um incentives to the ust pools so that ust would be more liquid and the peg and such right um well you know the the stable coins itself failed eventually but that that strategy was used by a number of protocols on Ethereum, and it's it was one of the key components that turned the Curve token from sort of like a, a perpetual downfall into an asset that you know today is still faring fairly well. And so, basically, what would you end up with is like on Terra before, like in the first kind of like instance of the Astro Wars, like there were a number of protocols like Apollo, Retrograde, and others that were you know working on accumulating Astro supply in order to be able to essentially guide or you know or have bright markets for where the astro incentives would be distributed which creates this kind of like entire economic layer on top of the protocol basically to guide where the liquidity gets um, gets distributed based on basically market trends right and so on on the one hand it's very elegant because it's fully market driven there's no like there's no core team or uh, whale that just decides where you know where the incentives go it's like the entire like token holder base basically that does so um and and two it creates demand for the token which helps make the token more valuable which means that the incentives are worth more money and that therefore they attract more liquidity more liquidity means that the protocol becomes more important to various numbers of other protocols who then have an incentive to get some of these tokens, stake them, and use that power to guide incentives towards their protocol rather than their competitors. And you have this kind of like self-reinforcing cycle, essentially. And so one like one speculation that you could make is that VX Astro is going to help increase the price of Astro, maybe, um, increase the TVL of Astro, potentially, and also help make Astro more viable as a cross-chain protocol because it will enable it to have a system to allocate liquidity and incentives across its various deployments based on the actual demand in the market rather than just you know the the feeling of the the minority of like very active contributors that that are around the protocol right um so like i mean at least that's that's my personal take um once again like i'm making speculations here so take everything with a grain of salt like but but that that's how i think about it yeah 100 percent um I think, like in theory, this is uh, one big piece of the whole 
flywheel uh, token economics uh, of Azraport for sure. And and I actually, I had forgotten about one more thing to be excited as a holder is that now if you um, like, it opens up the possibility for uh, what we will call tributes market, where you basically are paying a tribute for people. Like even if you aren't a VX Astro holder, you can still try to guide them um, paying a tribute to uh, where they're going to vote at, right? So when you're voting, you're also accruing rewards uh, from those people like uh, basically giving you a gift to to vote on, on the pools they, they want to. Yeah, exactly. Which is, you know, another thing that contributes to the value of the token, because now, like, I'm a holder of Astro, my voting power has value to, you know, to myself, because I, I since I'm, I might, I might also be an LP, I can guide more incentives towards my the pools that I, that I am in. But also, it has value to other protocols and such. And so they might even pay me to vote in their favors, basically. And this kind of like business model, this additional layer that gets built on top of the protocol is like, it's a business model in itself, right? Like Convex, Votium, and other like, and, and other marketplaces basically ended up specializing in exactly that. And during the previous cycle, that, that was that was a fairly huge business. Like I think Convex particularly grew very, very, very big off of just curve inflation and guiding the the incentives and, and bribes there essentially. Um, Okay, so, so so basically, we're like sort of recreating like curvy tokenomics on on Astroport, and so and basically kind of gamifying the the incentive system to to sort of like you say create that kind of flywheel. It's a pretty cool, pretty cool there's, concept. There's a couple of uh, there's a couple of major differences though, um, I, and like Stefan and Andre, I'd love to hear you um, about this because like I was around at the time of like the first um, instance of the Astro Wars. Um, so I, I'm familiar with the previous uh, design. I've also read about like the new design and the changes that that, that were made by contributors in the meantime. Um, but so the VX Astro, like the sorry the the VE curve, the vote escrowed curve model, sort of, sort of like the OG uh, of these models, basically, um, was made in a way whereby your voting power engage, engages depending on how long you locked your curve tokens, right? And so the idea was, hey. You can have outsized influence on the protocol if you're willing to commit your funds basically for a very, very long period of time and therefore suffer the consequences of any bad decisions that, that may be made, right? But this this model also had a number of drawbacks, right? Like for example, um, it, it sort of like prevented a whole class of actors from interacting with this because like they just couldn't take on these these sort of like long uh, long times. And it also sort of you know, anyone could just come in and basically capture, well, not capture perhaps, but like take over a good chunk of, of the power by just, you know, locking for the max duration a good, a, a good amount of the tokens um, without having, you know, been involved with the protocol at all before, right? So you could have like changes in, 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 in ownership that, that, were, uh, that were, you know, potentially pretty wild. Um, you guys have made some changes there uh, whereby... I, I believe there's like a two weeks, um, like lockup period or something, which is like much shorter. Can you can you run us through some of the differences and why 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 they why they were made? Do you, do you want to go, Stefan, or shall I? I can start. Um, yeah. So, one of the main differences that you already uh, mentioned, Spade, is that there's no 
uh, long lockup anymore. So you don't need to lock your X Astro in VX Astro for years, similar to how V curve works. Um, because before you have to, um, well, there were different versions of the v, VX Astro design. Um, in some earlier versions, we said that you could lock even for four years. Then we went to like three years. So um, let's say you have to lock for like 2.5 years and you would get, uh, let's when you lock one X Astro for um, 2.5 years for VX Astro, you would get 2.5 VX Astro. And then the idea was that um, as the lock um, expires, so as you wait these 2.5 years to unlock from VX Astro, your VX Astro balance would go down. So you would go from 2.5 um, VX Astro to only one VX Astro at the end of your lock, um, at which point you could completely un unstake from VX Astro, get back your X Astro, and then uh, do whatever you want with, with it. Um, the difference in the current, the main difference in the current design is that you lock your X Astro now in a smart contract, in the VX Astro smart contract, um you get a an identical amount of vx astro so you lock one x astro you get one vx astro and then if you want to unlock you need to request an unlock uh, after you request an unlock you need to wait two weeks and then after you waited two weeks you can completely unlock so you get back your your x astro um so that's the main i guess the major design change you don't need to pick a duration for your lock anymore um, you just know that you always need to wait two weeks if you want to unlock and pretty much almost everything else is the same. So you can now use your VX Astro once you have it to vote for emissions. So you can decide where Astro emissions go on each chain. So like on Neutron, Injective, Terra, you can decide how many tokens, um, get offered on each chain which pools get incentivized on each chain and so on. And this happens every two weeks. Um, and this is pretty much identical to what was proposed um, last year before the Terra crash. So basically you don't have to necessarily commit to a super long period of time, but you also don't have to relock constantly to maintain your voting power. Um, and you have as a protocol, some degree of certainty over how much of the of the token is like currently participating because unless people want to actually unstake, they or the, the 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 lock just continues to roll in front of in front of you until you start to unlock. At which point you have like this two weeks deadline, basically, right? Yeah, it's much simpler. Um, you, you can just stay locked. You don't need to relock, um, and um, you just have to vote on how to direct astray emissions. Um, in order to basically like yeah decide how how the protocol grows and which teams get which tokens and which teams get incentivized yeah makes sense um andre do you have anything to add uh no i, I think you i think it was a pretty good overview uh th there's there's a lot of uh, methods out in the market there's like uh increase power as soon as you lock for longer there's increased power uh, like and then and then there's <clears throat> yeah so the the first one you mentioned it's actually like decreased power meaning you get a lot of power initially and then it, it decays over time 
Um, but there's also other methods like it actually increases uh, as you are getting more and more and more uh, into the your lock time, right? Um, but but all of these like first of all they they expect um, people to lock for a long time and um, you could argue around like about that if people want that or not. Um, but also um, all of them have their own like drawbacks. I, I think the most like I, I like these the most just because it's it's a lot more elegant um, in terms of like it's so easy to explain. It's like okay. these, you you vote for the epoch and that's it. And, ba and basically the lock is since you voted for this epoch, we're gonna lock your tokens for that long, so that basically you are incentivized to kind of vote correctly. So you don't just buy, vote, and sell immediately. And that's mainly the the reason why there's a lock at all. Uh, and 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 I just prefer the. I actually think it's a much simpler way to reason about and think about. Yeah, that makes sense. In a, in essence, is basically like, hey, you participated to making decisions. A decision now you're gonna stay. Um, with us to suffer the the positive or or like or negative consequences of it. So choose wisely, exactly. and uh, and everybody will be happy. Basically, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, all right. Now, well, one thing that I think is like could be interesting to discuss is um, so like last year um, when 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 the Astro like the Astro Wars were first announced, there were a number of protocols so like gearing up for for them and accumulating Astro or sort of like announcing plans to do so. Uh, can you paint us a, a a picture of like what you currently know about and the various like projects that 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 would be interested in participating in this? Um, I, I actually cut out a bit. Sorry. So, what we know about projects that want to participate in VX Astro, um, we have a potential thesis that I hope it plays out, uh, which is that instead of just individual projects wanting to participate in VX Astro, meaning um, potentially lock Astro tokens or X Astro tokens in VX Astro and vote for their own pools. We hope um, that in the future, chains in Cosmos, so app chains, or uh, will want to hold Astro, um, stake that, and direct emissions to, the, to projects that deploy on their chains. Um, we think this is a bit more scalable. Um, because imagine that a chain has a hundred different projects running on it. Then if they hold Astro and direct emissions to most of these projects, we actually hit like, um, we can actually cover multiple tokens at the same time, as opposed to, um, having each individual project out of these 100 come and get Astro and stake that and vote for themselves. Um, it's also probably best for these um, projects on a chain to try and convince the chain itself or uh, token holders from this chain to um, get Astro and stake that because it's probably just much more scalable in terms of like capital that you need to like, spend in order to um, kind of stake and then vote and direct all these, all this, these Astro emissions. Um, so yeah, the, the main narrative I think is that chains could potentially hold Astro and vote so that their ecosystems get Astro emissions. Yeah, I can, I can see that happening to some extent. Um, I mean, I think 
some of the the teams behind Terra have sort of like gestured. Like, I mean, the the liquidity injection on Masterboard recently, I think, was a good sign that like they definitely do care and have an interest in like Astroboard and and its liquidity um, on on Terra. Um, Neutron obviously is like very close to to Astroboard. Uh, I believe there's something like 50 million Astro tokens in the in the Neutron Treasury right now that could be used for this purpose. Um, Apollo, I think, is another team that has a war chest of Astro tokens from the, the the Terra days. Basically, that would be you know like they're building vaults on top of Astroport. So clearly, they they also would have an incentive to like you know integrate with with the Astro and direct incentives and such. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, it's definitely not as heated a market as like you know peak of bull market a couple of years ago. Um, but I, I think it's going to be an interesting, um, an interesting thing to watch. Yeah, definitely, and and like hopefully that that bull market is not not too far away now. Um, I mean, I think we obviously you just mentioned there that we have the um, Astro in our, in our treasury, and I see Chris down there, Chris Armani from from Terra. I think did did Terra do like a, an OTC deal recently as well? So they they already have like um, they've already sort of been taking steps towards you know, um, getting a, a nice astral bag uh, before the Astro Wars. Uh, maybe, maybe we can get Chris up and uh, just have a quick chat about that at the end of the end, end of the show. Um, yeah, so actually, I, actually, actually, that's a great idea. Chris, uh, hype or um, like, is, is it hype? Is it fake? Is it true? What, what do you think about the potential uh, for app chains to participate in the, uh, in the Astro Wars? In the Astro Wars? Want to get on stage and discuss it? We'll, uh, we'll send him an invite anyway. But while he's while he's sort of considering coming up anyway, like I'm kind of curious from a just from a, like a, a UX perspective, like how does this all sort of look? Like we, we talked all about like the theory of how it all works, but is there some kind of like dashboard where people can kind of go and see like the current status of the votes on certain pools and stuff like this? Guys, Andre, Stefan, yeah, can, can you repeat? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. So like like we we talked about like the theory side of it, but like how does it look in terms of like. Uh, you know, UX, like, can I actually go and see a dashboard of, of what the current status is of, of voting on, on, on X, Y, and Z pools? You mean after VX actually gets deployed? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So when it is still preliminary, but the idea is that, uh, like UX wise, whenever you're going to vote, right. Uh, you will already see a lot of the data, right around where votes are going towards to and as well as tributes uh, which tributes are being paid for the pools that are getting voted on so all of that information will be like available directly on astroport natively um, it, it just makes sense that everything should be on the same ui um, as well as even like paying tributes that's also going to be like <clears throat> so one thing that i like I might, um, so if with, with the old VX Astro version, it, it, there are a lot of, th there's possibilities for convex styles um, like uh, markets, right? So teams can basically hold your, uh, v the VX Astro for you and then vote for you, right? Um, because, because basically uh, you have a more liquid token since VX Astro would be uh, locked for longer. For, for the current design, that might not make sense. Um, uh, and and thus we want to build all these uh, things like agnostically uh, neutral and native to Astroport, 
so that you go to watch report and everything should be there uh, as uh, tributes, um, paying tributes, um, voting your VX Astro and all the information you would need and potential APY on your vote, right? Um, now, this doesn't mean that because you kind of have to actively be voting on with your VX Astro. And I think we are setting the trend for the most passive protocol there is in the world uh, with PCL. <laughs> like we, there is a possibility of people actually building um, vaults where you basically deposit your VX Astro there and they'll uh, vote for you based on what would be the biggest return based on tributes, um, for example, uh, right? So th there is that possibility, but uh, everything else should be like the native features, core features should be like native to the to us report. And yeah, I, I expect to have all like for people to be able to see all of that information there. Good stuff. Look forward to uh, look forward to seeing that for sure. Um, what, what about timelines wise? Like, where are we at on the timeline? How long until we can sort of expect to see uh, VX Astro? Uh, I bet you got bribed by a couple of uh, stakeholders at Astro Report for that question. Um, now, so timelines, it's always rough, um, but we we were targeting for uh, Q1 of next year. Good stuff. Cool. So yeah, something we can definitely look forward to in the uh, in the new year for sure. Um, just just uh, getting a little bit conscious of time here. We've got like ten or fifteen minutes to go, and, and we will need to drop. We've got a call uh, on the hour, so uh, we'll definitely need to drop. Uh, so I will um, extend the invitation to anyone on the call who wants to come up and ask any questions to the Astroport guys. Um, just by all means, if you've got a question or something, uh, put your hand up, and we'll uh, we'll bring you up on the stage. Uh, is anything else you guys uh, want to add to to what we said so far, uh, as regards PCL or Astro Wars or VX Astro or anything like that? Yeah, I would say that one thing that we that I'm not sure we'll have immediately upon launch, but we would. It, it is a high priority. Uh, it's like with the hub move, governance will happen on Neutron, and thus you would expect that VX Astro voting would be on neutron as well uh now the the way it's going to be built is that you would be able to vote uh where you are at right so if you are on terra uh, or any other deployment you would be able to vote there and and that that is what makes sense because then it, it is a little bit awkward that uh, basically app chains and protocols are basically accumulating vx astro and then they basically have to go to neutron to vote um Actually, like a really like dream uh, uh, that I have is that eventually chains are even like abstracted away, so that everything is just multi-chain and you don't see uh, how it's being done under the hood. It's just done for you. Uh, but yeah, so that is uh, a quick note that I would add because I think some people ask about this if if they have to vote uh, on Neutron or wherever, and we we are aiming for. You're being able to vote um, with VX Astro where you are at. That's cool. I think that's the right decision. Um, in in that process, are you guys using um, ICQs, ICAs um, at all? Do you like how how do you see this working? 
Yeah, I think like uh, the, the the actual big brains is not present. Um, so I can't give you the 100% accurate answer. Uh, I know it's obviously a lot of IBC uh, funkiness uh, going around. I think ICAs actually help a lot, um, at least like, because like governance style uh, features always require you to know like at a certain block, what was the current balance for these uh, like holder, right? And <clears throat> you kind of need that being coordinated around with being a multi-chain uh, like protocol. Um, our governance system is already like, I think one of the most underrated um, like aspects of the protocol in terms of how complex and how actually good it functions in terms of being able to, from one chain, coordinate all other deployments. And, but because it's like a feature that users don't actually see, they don't, <clears throat> they can see the, like the art behind it. Right. Uh, but <clears throat> that definitely like gave a lot of um, uh, like experience to then try to build these uh, multi-chain features very well. But yeah, um, I think they 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 like uh, interchain accounts do play a role. Um, but uh, yeah, I think we we would need like a better and and most likely we'll have like some good like tech blog posts uh, around this because. I've been pushing for this. I truly believe like uh, Astroport being one of the not so many multi-chain protocols functioning in a lot of uh, a lot of chains at the same time. There are a lot of things that are very complex that people don't realize. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, that's part of the beauty of it, right? Like if the system is properly designed, as you said, like eventually you should even have to care about which chain you're on. Um, so, so I agree with that. All right, um, I got a text from Chris. He won't be joining, unfortunately. He's uh, he's uh, unable, uh, but he would have uh, apparently appreciated to join the conversation. So I guess we'll uh, we'll have to push that to another time. Hey, Luska, how's it going? Hey, everyone. Good morning. Uh, good. I just was wondering. Um, the guys mentioned that the, the ideal goal for the BX. Uh, thing is to to be used by the chains themselves and i guess keep it as protocol on liquidity is that what what you guys are saying or or can you please expand a bit more like it was it wasn't clear to me the the actual goal of chains owning the bx i'll uh, I'll, I'll take a first crack and then andre and stefan you can okay. you can add some context um i so i think the idea is like as a uh, blockchain, you know, one of your like as a blockchain DAO, your one of your objectives is to, you know, grow the ecosystem, fill the block space, make sure that there's as much activity and liquidity on the chain as possible. If you're focused on DeFi, at least, um, and a good, you know, a, a, an important step of this process is you need like uh, good spot markets, right? People need to be able to trade between assets. Otherwise, there's not a lot that you can do in DeFi without trading, basically. And if you have to go to another chain to trade and then take a, the you know bridge back to take an action and such, it can become very cumbersome. So getting that liquidity is like you know very important. Now, one way you can do this is you can use your own token to incentivize directly. But with VX Astro launching, you basically now have another tool whereby you can essentially use 
power, like in governance over Astroport, to direct the incentives to the pools that are um, strategic to your ecosystem, right? And so the the idea here is that since Astroport is deployed on multiple chains with pools that are more or less strategic to each of these ecosystems, this would allow chains to effectively one strategically um, incentivize the pools that are most important to their ecosystems on their Astroport deployment, but two, also to an extent, potentially compete for Astroport liquidity, right? Whereby if a chain is able to acquire more tokens than another, then potentially it could get a larger share of the incentives being distributed and therefore sort of like encourage liquidity to migrate, um, you know, from outside of Astroport, but as well as inside of Astroport towards their deployment and the pools that are on their ecosystems to help facilitate more integrations, more volume, and, and, and you know, other types of objectives, I guess. Um, Andrea, Stefan, does that make sense or would you? Yeah, uh, I think that's a perfect explanation. Got it. I, I mean, it makes sense that uh, then that I, I don't think it, I think it would, it will play out like that because obviously the, the protocols will want to steer all the incentives to their own chain. So excited about this. Yeah, so so am I. Uh, I, I think one of the things that I, I hadn't thought about... Yeah, go on. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, I think another thing that I didn't think about initially, but that I sort of like understood um, during this call is like, you know, as, as Andre said, there's kind of like this two levels. One of them is the VX Astro and the gauge voting. So you vote for the various pools and then they get incentives. Um, the, the other thing is like bribes, right? Um, so I, I can see now why um, Andre and Stefan believe that like chains will probably focus on or like be the main actors in the uh, wars to sort of like acquire Astroport's token in order to guide the incentives. Um, but I think like what's interesting is that the, the, the tributes kind of serve as another um, layer whereby like protocols themselves, right? So you can have this like tier system where like chains try to get um, the large allocations so that they have voter voting powers for their ecosystems. And then protocols themselves within these ecosystems can also pay tributes to holders, whether they're chains or not, to guide some like more of their voting power towards their specific assets and protocols as well. So that at the end of the day, you have a more granular distribution between protocols within ecosystems and between the interchain um, itself. So it, like in this regard, it's kind of elegant. I don't know exactly how it will play out, but I, I find it interesting. Okay, it looks like we've uh, we lost Luis there. I think he was obviously saying goodbye before. Um, yeah, so uh, so yeah, lots of uh, interesting stuff happening on, on Astroport. Um, I believe you guys are also, you're gonna go um, chat to Persistence tomorrow, I think, on a, on a space. You guys, they're doing a, a space about their proposal to, to bring some liquidity to Astroport as well. Yep, got a thumbs up from Andre there. So uh, I've actually just stuck a, a link up for anyone uh, in the nest who wants to go and check out that space tomorrow. Um, P-State Finance's uh, proposal to, uh, to the Cosmos Hub to bring uh, some Liquid state atom, I think it is to uh, to, to Astroport. I, I know Spade's got a clash on that and can't make it, but I'll I'll try and join you guys like in the, the second half of that. Um, yeah, so uh, obviously we we discussed a lot today about about Astro Wars and VX Astro and and P PCL and all the exciting sort of stuff that's that's uh, coming to, to Astroport and Neutron over the next few weeks and months. Um, so um, we are going to wrap up in the the absence of any any further community questions. Uh, any of you guys got any sort of final comments before we before we end the space? 
Let's go. <laughs> yeah, long time waiting for for this. I think uh, it's like the true the vision is finally like becoming a reality. And uh, yeah, for us the builders uh, like after setbacks and setbacks. Uh, and one thing like you initially mentioned was like it has been exciting because of price action, but like obviously like that's always going to play a little bit of a factor. But I think we have become a little bit numb because we had to, to price action, because otherwise we would be like completely depressed uh, the, the, the last year. So we obviously, we, we are happy about it because it means we are doing something right, or at least the market thinks so. Uh, and, but at the same time, it's like, we really can't, like, it's like that thing where if you if you are an influencer or a public person and you have like 500 good comments, right? Um, but then you have just one bad comment. It like you focus on that. Uh, like the the actual like um, cure for that is that you can't really like uh, take those other 500 into account. So that's why, to me at, at least personally, I'm like a little bit numb to the price uh, in terms of okay, it is what it is. But I guess I have a memento mori tattooed on my neck, so I'm a sto I'm a stoic uh, at the end. For a very sensible strategy there, I think, Stefan. Keep keep your uh, keep your feet on the ground. Um, but yeah, there's, there's definitely some uh, some noises around Twitter at the moment. I know uh, I know Coach Bruce has started becoming uh, very bullish on on Astroport lately. Um, so hopefully we, we kind of start to hear more uh, more good good noises than bad anyway. Um, okay, cool. So yeah, thanks a lot for joining us again today, guys. Uh, I think it's really important that we do sort of keep uh, in regular touch and, uh, and keep the community, the Neutron community, that is uh, up to date with everything that's going on with, with Astroport. So uh, so yeah, thanks a lot for, for coming along and, and having a chat. Um, like I said, uh, there's the uh, the Persistence um, Twitter space tomorrow for people to check out. And we've also got um, a Twitter space with the Neutron Grants program coming up on Thursday. We'll, uh, we'll post a, a link for that in the next couple of days. Um, so, yeah, thank you to everyone for, for coming along today. And uh, we'll, we'll wrap this, this space up. So, yeah, thanks for joining us. And we'll, we'll see you on the next one. Thanks, everyone. See you later, guys. Thanks. Let's get it. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets, dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments. Red down days, got them acting all bankless. Yo, fam, what? Check these tokenomics. They probing this bear, flexing broken honest. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting honest. And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic. Never known the politic, I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom. Over impossible loss, it's all moss. And I'm liking the odds. Bond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds. Click the cap, though the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked and non-toxic just to get a better place Smacking on the hot 
hostage Like this shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low hanging fruits Bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts And send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release When I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs We got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king You better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasure under the dirt, we rape him under the earth. Say and wonder about the worth and play. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Spaces.